Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host Peter, and I'm by Tom and Gunnar. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you doing, Gunnar? Doing very well, thank you, Peter. This is the first time in a while. Three are back. Three weeks, three or four weeks. We're back on ready to give the listeners another slice of fantasy football Scottish content. So let's go then. We'll start. We will start. We'll go to the bit of housekeeping first in the league. In our half of our fantasy podcast league, the top three, there is one change at the top. James Jack Curran, who is just two wee eagles, that's his name of his team. He's got five, six, three points. Down to second is Pookie Blinders, James Spears, five, five, six. And up to third is Conquering Lions, Robbie Dempsey. I believe that who's last year's champion, Robbie Dempsey, no, or second. One of the two, anyway. It's five, five, one. So obviously he's got previous. And the highest score I could find for the game week was Team Crofty with 67 points. And he had Legs Deans, three points at the back, Captain Tavernier, four, Edward, 12, Nothing for Ojala, Boyle, one, Spittle, eight, Turnbull, 13, Abada, three, Boyce, two, Watt, two, and a vice captain, Anderson, for a, a massive 19 points. So well done for that one. Oui. So, their score and rank. So, I will go first as I had the, the highest this week. I don't get this that very often, so I'll go for it. I had Gordon and Goal for, sorry, 56 points, first of all. Gordon and Goal, six points. Tavernier, two. McMahon, 10. That's been a shrink by. That's two weeks of trot he's returned. Ralston, seven. I had McCartan Ramis for nothing each. Boyle, one. Captain Furashi, six. Jota, 11. Boyce, two. Ramirez, 11. And not on the bench. And my new rank is. One 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 seven one, and I basically I think in the last four weeks, near enough half my rank every week, and then um, inside one nearly inside one thousand. So, Gura, what was your score and rank? Yeah, so I'm back from holiday. I'm back out of uh, fantasy hibernation. Uh, I didn't make any transfers. I rolled the transfer and just had a quick look at my team there last weekend. Bang on average, twenty nine points. Uh, I had Gordon and Goal, six points, Tavernier, two, Rooney, one, nothing from Captain Ramsey, and seven points, Ralston, two points, McGrath, one point, Boyle, Furahashi, three points, Abada, three points, and Nisbet and Boyce, uh, two points each. And my rank, I think I'm I'm on a red arrow, um, four, five, seven now. That's still pretty good. Tom, yourself? Yeah, I got 43 points. Uh, I had Clark and Goal, got me nothing. Tav got me two. Ryan Edwards got me 12 points. McCart got me zero points. Captain Ramsey, zero points. Midfield, I got one point for Boyle, six for Harks. Vice-captain Yota got me 16. Abada got me three. And up front, Boyce got me two points. And Van Veen got me one. And your rank? My rank is 783. See, you're still, I'm, I'm still lagging behind. But I'll bring you top thousand yet coming in a couple of weeks. Right, so the John Coffey final first leg was this week as well, and it was Donnie Robertson and FPL Haggis. And Donnie holds a four point lead getting the second leg. So, as I wrote on Twitter, much to play for, plenty. There's that's easy catchable, overtakeable, or easily extendable, depending on whose side you're on. And we'll, have a, we'll be crowned a champion next week. Right, so. All up here. So the game week nine has passed. 
the scores were from game week nine. So we had Hibs nil, Dundee to three, Motherwell nil, Celtic two, Rangers one, Hearts one, Ross County two, St Mern three, Johnson nil, Livingston three, and Dundee two, Aberdeen one. So before I go to you, Tom, is that a few going up? It's like maybe a wee shock or unexpected result. Well, unexpected. Um, I still have three hips players, so I uh, definitely wasn't expecting Dundee United to put three past them. But if you look at the lineup, I mean, they were missing Porteous, they were missing McGinn as well in defence. McGinnis, I think he didn't play either. Um, So so yeah, they they were a bit weakened in defence. That was definitely an upset, though. I I didn't see that coming, although United obviously uh, very much in form. Um, Suppose you guys are happy as well. Uh, Celtic winning away again uh, against Motherwell and Rangers slipping up. Uh, if you can say that against Hearts, uh, not getting all the three points, so so at least Celtic could capitalize on that. And I don't really know if you can class it as an upset uh, if it happens every week. But Aberdeen not winning against Dundee that that surprised me in a way as well. But uh, looking back at past performances over the last couple of weeks, it was maybe common for uh, for them as well. Yeah, before coming to Tom, I was quite surprised that Dundee result. I actually thought Aberdeen wouldn't have hurt that rock bomb, to be honest. I, I was kind of, I don't mean to say bad, but I was kind of targeting Dundee weekly. That was my, I suppose, Ramirez scores a lot to ball. And Lovie Snowbeats and Johnson did really, really, really catch my, I didn't expect that, kind of came from nowhere. So it's kind of put a cat amongst the pigeons, I suppose, maybe fantasy-wise. But anyway, Tom, I'll go over to you. You can hit us now with your Tom time and then into your top 20 for the week. Okay, well, first up, Hibs uh, nil, Dundee United three, which, as we mentioned, was a shock result. Poor from Hibs, really. Um, but Dundee United give them the due. They've been looking really good. Uh, that is four attacking returns in four games for Harks. He has had two goals, two assists, eight bonus points. And remember, he's a midfielder, so he also gets clean sheet points. And he's had three of those as well. Uh, Dundee United, they'll face Motherwell, Livingston, St. Johnston next. Uh, so a nice little fixture run for them too, um, as well as their defence, because their defence has been uh, fantastic so far this season. Uh, if we look at Hibs, I, d- I don't know if I could advocate dropping Boyle um, just on the back of this shock performance. He's, he's been very good this season. Um, the defence haven't too, been too bad either. They've had four clean sheets so far this season as well. Um, however, I, I feel those may- maybe that are still holding Nisbet, he's taken up a lot of budget. And he's not really doing the job. Oh, all right, okay. He, he, he hit the woodwork in this game. Um, but his returns still don't justify their price. Uh, looking at Motherwell, then nil Celtic 2. It was a quiet game again for Furuhashi. I'm starting to wonder, perhaps, has he been rushed back from injury, given the lack of options up front? Um, but we know what he's capable of, and I'm confident he can... Uh, press on and start getting back to his old form. A Turnbull goal there as well. Uh, he was actually top for shots on target in this game with three. And surprise for me, uh, Van Veen was benched. We, we I kind of we talked about on a previous pod, uh, Woolery, Watt or Van Veen. And we kind of thought Van Veen was the better option. As times went on, perhaps maybe Watt is a better option for now. Um, but something to keep an eye on. Rangers won, Hearts won. Uh, Hearts are on a really good run of form just now as well. And uh, within the defence, it was Halkett's turn to get a a goal. Um, They've been kind of sharing them, the Hearts defenders, recently. Uh, Frequent listener of the pod, FPL Maz, actually got in touch with me because uh, I keep bleating on about uh, Gary Mackay-Stevens and how he's not in the starting eleven. It turns out he's been dropped, so... I'll, I'll shut up about that now. Uh, and um, I, I probably think the, the way forward anyway, despite uh, Gary, Gary um, not starting these days, is uh, probably going for Boyce and perhaps a defensive double-up, maybe in the form of a defender in Gordon, since Gordon has been doing very well too. Um, defender-wise, maybe Cochrane or even Michael Smith. Uh, their underlying stats have been pretty good. Uh, when it comes to Rangers... A recent discussion has been Tav or Patterson. Well, there was no Patterson this week, 
Not that it mattered really because Tab didn't do anything either. Um, I feel like he's perhaps maybe becoming a bit of a Nisbet character this season. He's taken up a big chunk of the, the budget and he's not really offering as much as, as he's still living on the... Uh, is he still living on his um, performance from last season? Perhaps that may be the case. And maybe we're just a little bit too scared to drop him, but maybe something to monitor again for now. Uh, Rangers do, however, have quite a, a nice run up until game week 16 when they face Hibs, but given how Hibs have performed on the weekend, that might not be too scary for them. Next up, we've got Ross County 2, St Mirren 3. Um both of these teams they don't really particularly have a standout player. Well, for me personally, they don't really have a standout player. Um, but for me, uh, for St Mirren, Marcus Fraser has been showing some great form. We'll speak about this in the top twenty roundup. But he, he's been he's been really good the past few game weeks. And I think we've mentioned in the past as well. Spittle for Ross County, his underlying stats have been good, and he has been eventually awarded with um, a goal. I sorry, rewarded with a goal, but um, will the floodgates now open? It's yet to be seen. Obviously, Ross County aren't the best of teams, but they are starting to show a little bit of form. That leads us on to St Johnston nil, Livingston three, and that was that was some away result for Livingston. I wasn't. I think that was maybe a bigger shock to me, um, given how well def- uh, St Johnston have been defensive wise so far this season. Uh, Okay, they've not really been great in front of goal. And perhaps maybe their form has fallen the past couple of game weeks. And I have said they've been kind of goal shy in the past. I think that maybe this proves it because you would expect them to score at home against a team like Livingston. Then we have, and the final one is obviously Dundee 2, Aberdeen 1. My uh, Captain Ramsey shout didn't come off. Never mind. Um... Dundee scored two goals with three shots on target, so that's, that's pretty good for them. Perhaps uh, Lee Griffiths is starting to find some form there too. Um, I think Aberdeen have got a really tough run coming up. They've got Hibs, Rangers, Hearts, Motherwell and Dundee United next. It's probably the, the hardest run out of any team in the league. I'm not too sure about the, the Ramsey situation for me just now. He is a bit of a bonus point magnet even though Aberdeen really haven't been keeping clean sheets. And he also does have attacking promise as well. I'm, I'm kind of swaying, perhaps, maybe just benching for the time being, but perhaps we can discuss that later on. Um, and that's about it, really. That's the, the game week roundup. Do you want to go into the top 20? Can I add something about Tabernier for going any further? Yeah, hey, please. A, a, a Rangers correspondent of previous Spanish, <coughs> Swanee, has mentioned Tabernier to me we were talking work and he feels he thinks that he might just be shot he's played that kind of graveyard shift the last three or four seasons he was right back basically playing right winger and he's been up and down up and down up and down Look, very similar to the way I used to always say Chiantina was for Celtic Yep. and he thinks that he's 30 years old and his body him watching week in week out his body just caught with him and it could be game over from at the right back position that role it could be in Patterson could be in quicker than you think but that's just his personal opinion. This is the wee heads up for people, I think. Right. Interesting. Good. Anything to add to that? Or any points to make? Yeah, I had a Tavernier there, like on my radar, on the chopping block a little bit as well. But I'm I'm still not ready or willing to to be dropping him. He's my only Rangers player, and I still I still think maybe if. Uh, like you don't have to captain him every week, like we did at the start. Always captain Taff, obviously, but uh, I would still, I, I, yeah, I would still not want to drop him. Uh, I'm, I'm more in the camp of definitely keeping Tavernier for a couple more weeks. See, just on that guy, right? He's one Rangers player. I'm exact same. Thomas Tavernier, Rangers player you've got as well. One. Yeah, he's the only only Rangers player I've got. I'm, I'm just thinking, where where else would you go? Because like the goalkeeping situation is also too dodgy. You can't keep on changing. Morelos is out of form. It's like, do you go, it's the easiest easy step to Barisic or Golson, but they're not keeping the clean sheets. Or do you get in midfield? I mean, it is quite a bit of minefield. Like, fantasy-wise, there's nobody just to go stick and nailed on. Davis, I would have said, would have been like a giga-type position for Celtic. Mm. He'll, get, he'll get pass points and this and that. But he's going to get it phased out for Lundstrom. So it's mm-hmm. kind of, 
Where do you, where do you go? Where do you, where do you nail your thing to the mask? Just go for it. There's nobody that stands out to me. And I don't feel like anybody else is, you're not, you're not falling behind without having them either, which is kind of weird, considering they're top of the league. Exactly, yeah. They're coming, they're becoming a bit of a, a St. Mirren. There's no standout guy to get. Um, all the points seem to be uh, shared amongst the, the midfield and strikers. And with a lack of uh, clean sheets this season, <clears throat> and I don't know if it makes so much sense maybe to, to go to Goldson and try and free up a little bit of money. You're just swapping like for like, really. That's that's my thought. But then I get going to say this like you might hold tab because you guess thing you know what's going to happen is he'll be marauding right back and he'll be an assist somewhere and a goal somewhere in one game and the ownership will kill you if you don't have him that week, I suppose, because people are still going to hold on to him. But... Exactly. And I think we also had like when when Taft didn't take the penalty, it was Roof who took the mm-hmm. penalty. Like he didn't. Like I don't know if he came on, but he didn't start the game. Uh, so if they would have had a penalty, that would have gone to Taff, and then we probably would would speak about it differently now. Even like just advocating for for keeping him. So um, yeah, I'll I'll definitely keep him in my team. I, it's it comes down. I think when we talk about transfers later and the questions, it comes down to like where the problems are in in your teams, and like getting rid of Tavernier is definitely not top one, two, or three. Uh, of yeah. the problems in yeah. my squad. Great. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's nothing to worry about yet. It's just, as uh, you said both of you said, I talk about this every week, the same situation, but it gets to the point where we just do not continue to keep clean sheets. He's mm. not getting the clean sheets or attack returns. How long do you have a six six million plus right back your team when you could go elsewhere? But then again, is an MD standard out really? We go, I really want the funds to free up this guy because like, Hibs have dropped a few bit. Aberdeen aren't exactly flying, so... A lot of the players are coming out easily to get to. There's nobody, there's nobody like un, unreachable, I suppose. There's no like striker who's going nuts and scoring goals. Furahashi's a midfielder in a game, cheaper. No language that says if, if Celtic, if, if say Forrest came back, if then you had Forrest, Turnbull, and Jota, and they were all and, and Furuhashi, and they were all what, flying, then you've got a choice to make. But then again, is that too much top heavy? Four, three Celtic midfielders in the one team? Anyway, it's, I suppose we'll discuss this week to week. Right, Tom, your top 20. The top 20 then. Um, for this game week, we have no goalkeepers. We have 10 defenders, 5 mids and 5 forwards. So, nicely broken up there. If we go and look at the totals, uh, up until before this game week, we had 18 goalkeepers, 61 defenders, 55 mids and 26 forwards, giving us a total up until this point. Now of 18 goalkeepers, 71 defenders, 61 midfielders, and 31 forwards. So not much has changed. It's just kind of reinforcing the fact that the points are coming from defence and midfield. And if you kind of break down the, the top 20 of this game week, as mentioned, no goalkeepers, 10 defenders. All four of Dundee United's defenders were in amongst the top 20. Ryan Edwards obviously got the goal. Scott McMahon got an assist. And he's green. he's been a, a great acquisition for Dundee United from Hamilton. And man, he's he's only played as as well. He's, he's only played a, uh, since game week five. And he already has 34 points. His scores are uh, up until now nine, five, three, seven, and ten. Uh, Dundee United have had six clean sheets in nine league games so far. So I'm, I've already got Ryan Edwards and I'm, I'm really, really considering a Dundee United defensive mm-hmm. double-up. Me too, yep. I think, I think that's maybe the way to go forward. Um, looking at Selig, Ralston and Bowling Goalie, um, they're also in the top 20. That is for their clean sheet and I think they also got a, a point each um, for something like tackles, one of those ones. Um, Ralston is still top for points returns amongst defenders. Well, his joint top was Ryan Edwards. Uh, they're both of them are on 46 points. Uh, and they face St. Johnston next, who, as mentioned, have been a bit goal shy. So perhaps, you know, may get a clean sheet there as well. Continue this fine form. Uh, also in the top 20, we go on to St. Mirren, and that features Marcus Fraser and Scott Tanzer. Again, two defenders here. They won 3-2 away at Ross County. St Mirren 
St Mirren's defence have been poor away on the road. Um, they have conceded 12 goals away from home, and this is in fact the worst in the league. However, Marcus Fraser um, has kind of snuck under the radar for the past few game weeks. In the last three game weeks, he's managed two goals, one assist, five bonus points, and two tackle points. Um, looking at Scott Tanzer as well, that was his first goal of the season, but he does have three assists to his name so far. I think Fraser's probably the better option considering what he's done in the past three game weeks. Um, definitely want to keep an eye on or If you want to take a punt, then not a bad option there. I'd maybe perhaps wait a game week, however, because they do face Rangers next. Um, but then they do have a nice run of Motherwell, Dundee, St. Johnston and Livingston. Something to consider there. Uh, on to the mids. Uh, Turnbull and Yota are amongst uh, the midfielders this game week. Yota seems to be the best midfield option recently. Um, is that going to be the case in the long term? I think probably Furuhashi will probably return to being the, the, the best select midfield option, but I think Yota is quickly emerging as a close second. We also mentioned Spittle as well in the in the game week roundup. He is probably... It's a bit of an overstatement saying that he's the, the talisman of uh, Ross County, but stats-wise he certainly is. Uh, Lundstrom goal for Rangers as well. He's starting to to slip into the start in 11-2. Perhaps he could be a nice fantasy option. Uh, and we also have the first attacking returns for Odin Bailey at Livingston. He is a 3.7 midfielder. I'd probably say he's not for me at that price bracket. I think Hearts at Dundee United is probably a better option. And then the strikers this game week are Clark, um, who got a goal in the Dundee United demolition of Hibs. We've got Bruce Anderson, and that was he got a goal, which was his first attack in return since game week three. Uh, Griffiths and McCowan, both for Dundee. Um, they got their goals in the, the Aberdeen game. Uh, Brophy, he got his third goal of the season. Unfortunately, his other goals were... Um, oh, sorry, unfortunately, all his game, other game week scores have really been ones and twos if he's not scoring. However, if he does score a goal, he seems to either get two or three bonus points. So... It's really all or nothing with Brophy if you're wanting to go for him. And uh, breaking it down, Clark, Griff, Griffiths and McCowan, all three of those guys, that was their first goal of the season. So I wouldn't be rushing towards those guys just yet. Anything stand out to you there, Peter? Uh, Lundstrom for Rangers. We've discussed a little about the Tavernier kind of scenario and one Rangers player. I've noticed Lundstrom and obviously it looks like they're phasing out Davis, obviously his age and stuff like that. And Lundstrom is... We all know he's a FPL darling. He was a good player. And if he's going to get this position he's on, his price is pretty... He's still at five million. That's pretty... I believe that right? Five million or 5.1? I think it's fairly cheap. Right, so he's pretty cheap Rangers in the midfield. And if he's going to nail that position over the space of the season, I think that's a, a decent move to get the Rangers asset in your team. He's starting tonight against Bronby as well. Good sign. Yep. Uh, he also seems... i your fifty there. Uh, your, your points with the player scored one goal. Yeah, it's good having a. It's like your game of the week time of team, but until they show consistency, there's really no point in jumping on them. Yeah, Gunnar, what are you feeling? Dundee yeah. United double up. See, I don't, I don't have any United players yet. Uh, but while you were listing them, uh, I've, I've made a note of a few here. So Harks or McMahon, uh, I could. Could be going for one of them this week because, well, I have Rooney and I think I read on, on Twitter that he might be injured. Uh, I think I, I seen it from like all, all things St. Johnston, I think was the app, uh, was the, the Twitter handle. Um, um, I've looked at the fixtures just now for Ross County. So Spittle, if you wanted, if you wanted to bring him in, then now would probably be the time. So the next two would be Livingston and Dundee and then a play. Hibs, Rangers, Celtic. So if you wanted him, then it would probably be this week. He's still three and a half million. He could be something for me. And I know we're going to come to, to transfers, but you've already mentioned uh, Nisbet. So see, I still have Nisbet and they're playing Aberdeen this week. And against this Aberdeen side, I feel I, I say that every week, but I'm tempted. To, I'm tempted to give him one more week. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a bit fanboy, girl. I'll give you that. <laughs> see, I can. 
I can definitely see what what it might be with him. You know, Deutsch is out, and he he. It looks like Nisbet isn't really working as this like one one man attack uh, with, without a partner next to him. So I, I can see what wh- where the issue lies there. But against this Aberdeen side, will be will be grand if he if he scored one there because I, I can make moves and I don't really have to have to need the funds from him. He's going to gaslight you. He'll score this week, so you, so you keep him. He'll do nothing for three weeks, and then he'll play Dundee. You go, well, one more week, and he'll gaslight again. You'll keep him, and I'll be you all season. That's exactly what he done two weeks ago when he scored Rangers, against Rangers. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, yeah. Uh, only thing maybe to keep in mind if you're in the same position, he will probably drop in price again. So he's six point one now, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I can see people getting uh, like switching away from him. So then he'll be six million the next week. Um, but yeah, like I say, I'm tempted, and if I don't need the funds, I, I might keep him one more week. Where would you go if you're going to move? Them? I know. Just, See, this is this go. is kind of the thing. Um, I have boys. Uh, I'm not interested really in any of the Rangers strikers. Celtic, obviously, the value, in my opinion, is more in the midfield. Uh, Tony Watt could be an option. Don the United, St. Mirren, then Rangers, Aberdeen, Hearts next. Fine. So that that would probably also be. Yeah, like a, like a two week kind of thing, and then I would have to reevaluate with him playing Rangers, Aberdeen, and Hearts. Then in in the next three after, um, yeah. But if I if I was to go anywhere, then probably Tony Watt. Okay. Any else, back, Tom, for everyone? No, that's us. Right, we'll go to the game week. Where's my mouse? Oh, easier. <laughs> like game week ten fixtures in where are we? Right, so this week we have five 3 p.m. kickoffs. So again, that's potential having 10 early team news. So again, I would I would recommend them to hold a transfer. I say that as I've done mine, but hey, practice. <laughs> don't, say what I say, don't say what I do. Right, Aberdeen versus Hibs, Celtic versus Johnson, Dungeon United versus Motherwell, Hearts versus Dundee, Ross County versus Livingston, and the Sunday game will be St. Martin versus Rangers. So, seeing that lineup, guys, what is your potential transfers, captains, and vice captains? And I'll cover you first, Tom. Uh, I think my transfer is maybe going to be McCart out for Cochrane. Hearts are playing Dundee; they're at home. Cochrane's been looking good attacking wise, um, so I think that's probably a good option. I've kind of fell out of love of uh, the St Johnston defence recently. Um, I have Clark in goal. I'm not that comfortable having the double up. I'll probably stick with Clark because who's going to waste a transfer on a, a goalkeeper? Um, however, I'm more inclined to make moves in defence and McCart's got to go for me. Cochrane in. Captain-wise, not set, but maybe looking at Yota and then vice-captain Boyce because he's usually a goal scorer rather than an assister. Boyce against Dundee. Hearts at home. I think that's a good option. Regarding yourself, same question? Yeah, I think I'm dropping Rooney and I'm getting in one of the Dundee United defenders or Cochrane. And see, I still have McGrath. He's still 4.2 million, so I haven't really lost any value on him yet. Um, but he hasn't really done much. I think he scored one, uh, has a couple of assists. So I'm thinking... Maybe I can because I have two frees. I could downgrade him to Spittle, uh, just bank the money, or um, maybe upgrade Abada to Yota. So, yeah, I'm definitely making a Rooney to another defender, probably one of the United lads. That's one of the moves, and then uh, feels a bit sideways, but I'll probably go Abada to Yota, and then captain, vice captain. Uh, probably captain for Hashi and Vice Boyce. Right, I made move. I already sold McGuinness for Hibs, who's still flagged, and I brought in Harks, United. Hmm. So that's my double up. Uh, McMahon and Harks, and captain, vice captain will probably be Captain Jota. Tom, I agree with that. I think with Captain Jota, I think he could have a field day in a big park, Olmsen Johnson, who looked really bad last week. Vice captain is between Kyogo and Boyce because it's a Again, if Celtic were playing tonight, I'd probably definitely be boys because more rest time. It's Celtic playing Tuesday night, so 
probably wait to see LT News and probably go Kyogo, I think. Thanks. Celtic are played about three wins in a row now. I think you may be a wee bit of a crest of a wave. Mm-hmm. And I can maybe see Jotto, Jotto? Jota and Kyogo, <laughs> maybe doing well. So it's just maybe simple thinking. But Boyce is obviously in the background because Boyce has been so consistent this year as well that it's hard to take on for a vice captain, like you said. Vice captain double goals. We only need to get one and you've doubled your money. Are you tempted by Boyle at all against Aberdeen? I, I looked at it. I just think they're safer bets. Just yeah. look at the fixtures. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I considered him as well, but like you say, I think there's uh, other options which feel a bit more safe this week. If I hadn't seen the highlights him last week, I would probably said yes, but I watched highlights recently and I thought he looked... I know you said they were missing players, but it did look terrible. I thought mm-hmm. they looked like they really fell off a wee bit. We done with this then? Move on to questions? I'm getting the nods. Nods are brilliant yep. here. There is no, like, uh, we normally do like a topic this week, but we decided the questions were pretty nifty, so we'll just stick with them. Right, so... First up is Kevin Wood, and that's Kevilfish89. At 2.6 million, is Calvin Ramsey now too expensive to keep in our squads? He's in a poor Aberdeen team, no cliches in game one, no points in the league since August 29th, where Ramsey is a bonus point magnet. 11 of his 33 points have been bonus points. That's his question. I'll like to go first here because I got with 2 million. The first half of the game, so to me, it's about look at it. He's still a two million defender in my books. Mm-hmm. He's playing for potentially a top three or four team. Okay, I've been in a slump, but bench trick. I've got point six value on him. He makes himself 11, 11, 11 points of 33 as bonus points. To me, yep. he's, he's, a, he's a no sell. I keep him in if the form continues, he'll sit in the bench for me because I, I don't see really any of the I really want in that place. Unless, like you say, Tom, a dub up the new defence. But come to you first with your thoughts on that, Tom. Yeah, I mean, you're asking a guy who captained Ramsey this week, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking two guys who captained Ramsey this week. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, for me, Ramsey, I'm I, I'm not at the point where I think, yeah, the guy's got to go. I'm probably going to weather the storm just now, park him on the bench for the next few game weeks against these tougher fixtures. And use the bench trick. If he if he hauls, then he comes in. If he doesn't, he stays where he is. And I'll keep an eye on things for now. I think I've got um, bigger bigger fish to fry when it comes to my starting eleven. Okay, Seth Gunner. Absolutely, same boat as the two of you. Also, Captain Ramsey, obviously. Uh, I'm just going to use the bench trick. I'm going to bench him. I, I also got him at the start of the game, uh, so. I don't. I wouldn't say I still see him as a two million defender. Like if something came along where I'd say, "Here, I'm gonna go to the United double up," then I that sound. But like I have problems to fix. And for me, like Ramsey, I think Kevin has said it himself here. Like he's answered his own question. Eleven points of his thirty-three points have been bonus points. So if you park him on the bench, as Tom said, and he'll come on. Uh, with the bench trick, then that for me is good enough to, to keep him. I, I don't think that's that's something that I'm going to need to fix now. And like you both said, it's like there's nobody so far standing out that's like a replacement that's cheaper. I mean, you could go for a Dunyard double up, but I like the spread. Mm. I like having the, the Aberdeen defender as Johnson, the Hibs, the Rangers. I like having the, I like you say, the heading for the starts. He's really cheap. I know you think differently, but I like had him so cheap that. So the Neil only stand out week in, week out for me to go right to the Ramsey. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it right now. Right, next up question is it is Brian at Blades Attack. Despite the cycle price difference, is going Jota over Abada just too hard to ignore? Gunnar. Yes, I'm I'm also in the same boat. So I have Abada and I want Jota, but I'm I'm, I'm asking myself if I'm chasing points. Uh, because he has scored now at the weekend, but just from from the eye test, from from what I've seen from the highlights, um, I like Yota more. He seems to be more involved. He he, he I don't know. He, he is a bit more flashy, obviously, and um, I like watching the guy play football. And if I if I can find the money in my team, then uh, I'm tempted to upgrade from from Abada to Yota. 
and I've com- I've convinced myself so much that it's not chasing points and it's just getting the best the best midfielder except for uh, Kyogo uh, from Celtic into my team and that is what I'm telling myself so I think it's a it's a one million uh, difference or even one point one or something from from Abada to Yota but but yeah same boat as Brian I'm I'm very tempted to do it. I was coming for you, Tom, so I might come back to you first going after I my Celtic mm. point of view as a, as a Celtic fan. Watching Abad the last few weeks, I think Abad has been really poor. If he doesn't assist or score, he does nothing. Right? Mikey Johnson now back fit on the left-hand side. Forrest is potentially seven, ten days away before it's a national break. They made subs in the last couple of games and Joe has been right. Kyogo has been right. I think it's going to get to the point where a bad is going to get to out this team and it's going to be Forrester in or either Johnson in and a bad or Jota going right-hand side or Kyogo going right-hand side to let Gio Marcus play up front. It may not happen, it may not happen week one, week two, but I think you'll see in a couple of weeks that a bad is going to get phased out this team because he's a young guy still. Mm. I, think he's, I think he's my first team player in the next couple of weeks. Tom, I'll let you go first before. Well, look at what you got to say. We're going to see some. Well, uh, do, do you think then it's a it's a move that is needed needed this week? Do you, do you see him drop this week? No, that's too early. No international break. I think would mm. be your best bet. But just watching it and seeing how things are going and how the subs are getting made and how Angie's looking to speak his subs and how I'm watching it for silly fan and fantasy point of view, it seems to be a bad as off. Kyogo's out of position. Jota moves like he's a substitute. Mikey Johnson, but it's a bad yeah. that's gone off. And he definitely looks to me like the weakest of the front three. And I know we've got a nice piece catchy song when it's a bad on the wing, DDD to scooter, but he's definitely the weakest. If he's not assisting or scoring, he's doing absolutely nothing. Tom. Um yeah, I think Yacht is the, the, the better option of the two. Based on recent form, definitely yes. Everything that you've said, Peter, um, I'd have to agree with. Yeah, he'd have to agree with he doesn't. <laughs> well, I'm an bad owner as well, so I have to agree with. But I, probably the next opportunity I get, um, and I've got a transfer going spare, it'll probably be a bad to Furuhashi. You don't have Furuhashi yet? No, I don't have Furuhashi. That's I'm yawning a bad just now. That's good. Good on you, back in there. Well, can I throw Turnbull into the mix as well? So if you had a bad uh, and you had the choice to go Turnbull or Yota, would you still go Yota? Just to me. You both, Peter, you first. I had Turnbull and Jota, and I came mm. off Turnbull to go to Jota. Away from it, I didn't even touch it, I didn't think about it. Right. Well, and Tom is, is getting Kyogo in first, yeah. It was Tom who yeah. talked about getting rid of Turnbull. Tom said that getting rid of Turnbull, rid of Turnbull so I, I followed Tom's advice. Right. Also, from a fantasy point of view, I don't know, just something again, Celtic wise, <laughs> I know. Rogic, again, seems to be mm. pretty well involved for domestic games, and he seems to be. It's his eye test. He seems to be involved in everything playing and his relationship with Furuhashi and Jota especially seems to be improving week in, week out. And okay, once Europe's out the window, I don't think Rodgers going to play every week. I think Turnbull probably will be the one that plays, but Rodgers seems to be the one that's more inclined to be involved in assists, especially with they two are playing the same, the same position. Just what I've seen, I think Rodgers link up play with Furuhashi and Jota's been pretty sublime the last couple of weeks. Just food for thought. <laughs> which is which I thought was Tom Roger, you're the other Roger is just no I'm not interested. Nah, I don't think he's I don't think he returns enough fantasy wise. I think if you're gonna go for Celtic defence, it's probably going to be Yota Furuhashi, then Turnbull after that, I think probably the next option. Just too many options, Roger's down the pecking order. I think Rogic is a bit down further down for me. Ahead of McGregor, but behind McGregor. Behind McGregor. Yeah, so? okay. yeah. You... McGregor seems to be on penalties now, that's the thing. I mean, obviously it was saved, well, but. <laughs> I <don't> know, well. <laughs> exactly. Time. Well, Angie did say after the game that he's still on penalties, he's still on pen, so we'll see if we can win for the end of the season. Okay, next question. It's from Craig Smith, Glass Curine. Celtic trip up midfield. Yes or no, let's talk this. Yes or no, if yes, which fiasco create a nice little way. Sidestep. So, Gunnar, if you'd three Celtic midfielders, go to pick three, who would you go for? Okay, so so if I have to pick three, I'm picking Kyogo, uh, Yota, and Turnbull. 
I don't think I would pick three. <laughs> I, I think I would go maximum two in midfield and one defender because the defenders, they're all the ones that are playing there are, are still quite cheap. Ralston or Bolingoli, who seems to be nailed. I think uh, I've seen you write something with uh, Peter on Twitter. So, yeah, double up in midfield and an extra defender, one of the cheapies uh, in, in the Celtic back line. Geranton is no a triple up, but you're free if you had to as a three. Right, Tom, you? Yes or no, triple up midfield and the three if you had to. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's a bad idea, but for me, it just feels like it's too many eggs in one basket. Mm. But if we break it down, if we look at the top five scoring midfielders, three of them are Selic midfielders, Turnbull's top, Abada's third, and Furuhashi is fifth. And then we only have to scroll down. And then we've got uh, Spittle, Gary Mackay Stevens, who's dropped. Uh, Aribo at Rangers and then Yacht is there so if you're looking at the top few scoring midfielders you know there's, there's a lot of Celtic there so I don't, th- I don't think it's a bad idea it just it just doesn't feel good it doesn't look good in your team um, but based on the numbers I think it's probably a good idea in which case I'd probably go Furuhashi Yota and Turnbull I agree with kind of both I like the idea of it. Personally, for me, it's a no. I toyed about it on a wild card. I toyed about it recently, but I still think two, as you say, Tom, three's a bit much. Only takes one kind of freak result and actually was pretty much half a midfield out of the game. Yeah. If I'd go for three, I would be a wee bit differential and I would go for Jota, Furuhashi and Rogic. Just be something different. Mm-hmm. And he's it's a two-part question. So the second part was top differential pick F on a wild card, Gunnar. Oh, wow. Uh, I hadn't seen that when I did the prep. So my top differential pick. Mm-hmm. Um, let me pull up the, the ownership. Just. I mean, Bolingoli, he's probably set as left back. Um, I don't know how much uh, ownership Ralston has now. He shows shows he's zero percent owned. That must be a bug in the in, in the app. So he is twenty three point nine percent owned. Oh, there you go. Call me to save. Uh, well, Bolingoli, or if you want a a two week punt, I'm gonna go with one of my potential transfers, uh, Spittle, in in midfield. Uh, do I have anyone else? And I think it's also a, a two-week punt, what I said earlier. Maybe Tony Watt for Motherwell, Donny United and Samarin in the next games before they play Rangers. Um, yeah, so that's one, one of each in every position. Well done. One, one pick. Tom, <laughs> welcome. Uh, I think Scott McMahon, good option. If you don't have Ryan Edwards, good option. If you're considering a double up, go for it. Um Marcus Fraser, I kind of said, was a, a, maybe a, a decent punt. Um, and if you don't own Harks, I think Harks is probably the best cheapish midfielder option. That's mine. Mine was going to be Harks as well. Uh, I like Gunnar's pick a ball and golly. It's not a question, but it was brought quite a few in the question replies about Celtic defenders. Ball and golly seems to be right now, he's kind of nailed. I think something's happened, but they must have thought Bond was going to leave the club. So he's not been included in the European squad. Yeah. But obviously, he stayed. So <laughs> he's gave guys chances at left back. And Adam Montgomery, fair enough, a young laddie, but he's not took his chance at left back. He was really poor against the European game. Yep. I, think, I think if they're all fit right now, minus Taylor, because he's, he's, he's well off fitness, I think Bond always left back to pick. I think you bring him in your team in a wild card, he's going to play most domestic games. You don't need one about Europe because he's not in the squad. So he's going to be playing left back. And he used to get a bonus point his last game. He's looked okay in his Angie system as well. It looks like it suits him. It's like he's, he is like a natural wing back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bit more constant in a couple of games under his belt. I think he may actually make start returning. I'm waiting for it. Well, go to have a goal by me or go a do a return. So the fans go, fans go nuts if they get that he's out of home in jail for what he done last year during the, <laughs> the pandemic. And he went on holiday, he's home, but hey, <laughs> boys be boys. 
This is <laughs> <laughs> Just write that one off. <laughs> right. Uh, one more question. All right. Yep. Uh, so Josh McSee, footblog. That's Josh underscore footblog. Again, I'll recommend check his footblog out. There's a lot of stuff on Twitter. Checking up Scottish football and highlights Celtic games in Europe and international games as well. Sean Rooney is the 10th most owned player in the game with 33.8% and is priced at 2.8 in the game. But his average just three points per game. He's now injured, most of the for four or five weeks, and that is thanks to all things STJ. What is your advice for owners? That's the first question. So, Gura. Yeah, as a Sean Rooney owner, I think I think he's still riding the wave from like the back end of last season a little bit, uh, which makes him so highly owned. Um, but like Josh says, he's averaging three points per game. Uh, isn't very good. We we spoke about replacements now. Donny United lads and there's value in the hearts defense as well. Um, and I think then all things STJ, they also replied that uh, Rooney picks up too many yellow cards for fantasy football, which is also a good point. Um, and I think in, the, in that price range, there's just enough players to go to. And I, I've said it multiple times now, I'm, I'm going to go towards the United lads I'm going to pick out one there uh, and uh, make that move from Rooney to one of them Okay Tom same question to you Oh as I mentioned I'm looking to get rid of McCart so I probably put him in the same basket as Rooney um, I've kind of fell out with the St. Johnson defence recently um, I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest benching him I'd get rid if you don't have a Dundee United defender that's probably the move Um or maybe look at one of the Hearts defenders with their attacking returns. I think that they're probably the best few options just now, given the, the run of fixtures. That would be my choice. Okay. Well, I've got my car. I was going to say a side step to my car with my option if you want to stay with St. Johnson. Only my stay with St. Johnson, but again, don't you anything the Hearts boys are in form, but it's up to you. It depends on what your squad looks like, how you can make many players you've got to set up your team. I'm happy to have my car as a 2.4 defender, kicking about using fixture-wise and an off-depending on fixtures. I'm not going to let Livingston game. Can I throw me off? It's only one game. If it happens week in, week out, then fair enough, I might want to get rid. As it stands, I'm happy to stay, stay with my car. I had a second part of the question, which was... If you could have any Celtic defender in your team, who would it be, Tom? So I'm going to include goalkeeper as well, by goalkeeper and defence. Uh, probably Ralston, isn't it? He's top scoring defender um, or joint top scoring uh, defender in the game. Seems to be fairly set. I thought he looked good in the European uh, game Tuesday afternoon. Uh, throwing himself about the bit, looking motivated. Probably Ralston for me. So you have to hold regardless if Juranovic like, comes back, then just make that issue problem if it down the line. Stick with Ralston? Yeah, stick with Ralston for now. Uh, same same thing. Stick for with Ralston. I think uh, value for money there. He he's still uh, very high up, uh, as Tom says, highest scoring defender. Uh, and if and when Juranovic comes back, you can deal with it. Then I mean, Juranovic is almost twice the price four point three, four point four, something like this. Played left back before it was out, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So Ralston would then uh, keep his place as well, and until he's back. I think you, you can't go wrong with Ralston. I've read this question as have any defender at any. That's why I've read it. It doesn't matter. So Ralston's a choice because of the squad situation. But if any defender would probably have Juranovic if he was back fit. But he's not. So I'll give you Ralston until otherwise. But a bone answer, I suppose, all three same. But there we go. <laughs> right. What is next? Okay. We're on to FPL then. Let's get a bit of Scottish game before we go. No, happy well, with that. Happy with that? Right. Happy with okay. that. We will go to the FPL and we'll go to... I'm going to just load up and do this. It is. To our league. So, half hour fantasy sports last league, FPL, the top three. There is one change, but first is Yushigang, Murray Dermott, who's now on five, six, six, five, six, seven points. UEFA Lona, Mike Mayer, who's five, seven, five, five, seven points. Queen City AFC, Brendan Wilhide is 5 for 8 points, and I believe the highest score of the week was 
Baby got Backman. Tom O'Neill. <laughs> good name. <laughs> 35 points and 530 total. So, good all for you first. What was your point this week and your overall rank as it stands? Yes, uh, 58 points uh, overall. Sanchez and goal for six. Trent also six. Diaz, one point. Cancelo, Livramento, six points each. Mbeumo, two points. Captain Salah, 26. Saka got me nothing. Tony, two points. Lukaku, two points. And Antonio, just a one. And I think I'm around, yes, 146k. Tom, same you. I'm at 442,092. I got 55 points this game week. Uh, that came from Sa in goals for two points. Defence, Marcel got me one. Duffy got me five. Liveramento got me six. And Trent got me six. Captain Salah got me 26. Brownhill got me two. Mason Mount got me one. Townsend two. Up front, uh, Lukaku got me two. And Ronaldo got me two. Okay. I get 15 points this week. I'm now up to 325k. This week was Saka two points in goals, Feltman nothing, Cancelo six, Christensen six, Arnold six, oh sorry, Trent six, Elemental six, in midfields, Captain Salah 26, Gray two, Smith row two, Antonio one, Lukaku two, nothing on the bench. So, FPL wise, topic this week is Lukaku's injured. Sake. Ronaldo's playing okay, but for a pretty pish Man United team. What is our thoughts going forward for our attacking assets, Tom? Well, before last night, I had it planned in my head. I've got two transfers in the bank. I was going to get rid of Ronaldo. Um, I hadn't decided who I was going to get rid of him for, and I was going to use the money to upgrade um one of my defenders to Cancelo. That's what I was thinking. But now Lukaku's injured. He's flagged. He came off after 23 minutes last night. He's got an unknown return date. So I'm going to have to see what Tuchel says in the press conference if we're getting one and uh, take it from there. But it might be, instead of Ronaldo departing my team, it might be Lukaku based on what news we, we hear. Just on that, who's your front three right now? Ronaldo, Lukaku, and some lad called Archer. Cameron Archer at Aston Villa. Such a template. Gunnar, what are your thoughts on Ronaldo and Lukaku? Well, so I have Lukaku, and I think that's going to be my my transfer that I make this week. Um, What I've seen on on Twitter, people are interested in Vardy, but... He doesn't really interest me. Same, same with Kane. If Kane hadn't scored last weekend, I don't think we'd be talking about him. His his output hasn't really been good enough. My front three currently is Antonio, Tony, and Lukaku. Same and as me. I'm tempted to just uh, go cheap, six point five mil, and um, just just bank the rest of the money and and see. When, for example, Lukaku's back, get another weekend of information of like Vardy, Kane, see, see what they do. And the, the one striker that I have picked out is a, is an old fantasy football Scotland favourite. I knew it was coming. It was coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Arsene the Crystal Palace. They're playing um, Newcastle this weekend. And then they have City next. So that's, that's obviously uh, not the best. But then they have Wolves at home and Burnley away. Then Aston Villa at home, but like for the next uh, four games, three of them they look very tasty, and uh, I just I just like a good punt and fr- French Eddie. Why not? And by on top of that, he's passing the eye test. I saw him; he looked fantastic. He's, he's yeah, not I think like, so as well. He's, he's definitely standing out down there. Don't be there much. Not for long anyway. Uh, myself, same front three as you gonna. Unfortunately, I have again bought my transfer because I went and lost money on development, so I got. Doffian to replace a light for light for Brighton. So he'll just be held this week. I've got a decent bench. I've got a... I'll put up so I can see, actually. I have... So, 
from this week to last week, I've got Rafinha, Grealish and Tony on the bench. That was the three didn't play. Mm. So I've got a squad that can easily manipulate for one week. Lukaku can, if he doesn't play, he can, he can miss out for one week. And uh, I can bring, I can, if need be like yourself, Vardy's the one that sticks out in my head. They'll be the one position I think. He's, he's, he's XG and his underlying stats have been pretty good. I just don't, I, I don't know, I've never been a big fan of Vardy in this game. I've never been a fan of all. I can always go for maybe one or two weeks and come off him. But Edouard again is a nice wee, Decent point, six point five. If it goes, if it does well these couple of games, it will rise, and then you can move again. The Flacco's fit. I'll wait and see. Right on that, then we can imagine that. So, what would be the captain transfers this week? I'll stick with you, Gunnar. Captain and transfers. Well, I think I would have probably captained Lukaku if he was fit, and I would have potentially rolled my transfer. But now that he's out, I'm gonna make a striker transfer Lukaku to. I'm tempted now with Vardy now that you've mentioned him again, Peter. But like I, I don't mind him. I've I've had him multiple times and he's he's always been very good for me. Uh because I, I normally come off him at the right time. Uh I'm normally very early when it comes to Vardy, just jumping on him and then when just when people get wind of it and, and they jump on him, I'm already like done with him and uh, get someone else. But yeah, tempted to try the French Eddie punt and Oh, I might just stick the captaincy on Salah and and hope he has a fantastic game against Man United there on Sunday. I'm also captain Salah right now as it stands. It was a little bit of Lukaku, but it will be Salah. Tom, yourself. Uh, my captaincy is on... It's currently on Salah just now. I didn't think I did have him on Salah. Um, in which case, since you guys are doing it, I'll do it too. Captain Salah. <laughs> um, transfer. You've got me thinking about Vardy. He's, he's, he's kind of flew under my radar, but looking at his upcoming fixtures, he's got Brentford, Arsenal, Leeds, Chelsea will be tough, Watford, Southampton, Aston Villa, Newcastle. <sighs> Can't argue with that. Um, yep. Yeah. I, I think Brentford are quite a solid. Oh, I think Brentford will be tough, yeah. They're, they're They've uh, surprised me this season. Another one I would consider, but I think it's maybe just one week too early, would be um, what's his name? Pa- Patrick Bamford at Leeds. He's flagged. He's no. He's flagged, yeah. So I'm saying I think it's just a week too early. He's due back 31st yeah. of October. Um, so maybe, maybe next game week I might get rid of Ronaldo for Bamford. Who knows? And then okay. upgrading a defender. I think maybe Cancelo or I don't know. I've got Alonso. He doesn't seem to start since I bought him anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so will I, am I going to go for another Chelsea defender? Uh, I don't know. Once bitten, twice shy. Who, who um, started midweek for Chelsea? Did you know who started the left back? Was it Chilwell or Alonso? It was Chilwell, I'm sure. Better chance then, maybe. Yeah, possibly. You never know. Two shells just trolled me week in, week out. I've got Mount as well. He's. I, th- I thought he was due to come back. No. Two twenty-five minutes in the last two game weeks. That's, that's, I, that's I, I, I think I might just play safe with Cancelo. Who would have thought going and City play would be playing safe? That's, well, <laughs> that is us for this week, guys. Next week, I meant to say as well, we've actually two game weeks in the week. We play Wednesday night as well. But we'll discuss this off pod and we want to do how we're going to cover that and so we can work something out. Uh, so, Gunnar, give me your plugs. It's been a while. Yes. Um, what am I actually? Is it? See, I, I, I'm I, the same as you. I don't know what way it's on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've literally pulled it up on Twitter just to know. Uh, I'm at Gunnar underscore FPL. Uh, I'm going to do the captain poll again this week. Uh, now that I'm back. And yeah, any questions you have, you want any help with your teams, transfers, whatever, just uh, get in touch. Do you know why I, I get mixed up? Because start typing in the search engine, and it comes up straight away. So you click yes. on it. I don't need to write in any order, so that's why I, I don't know what it is. What is it? Is it FPL Gunnar or Gunnar FPL? No, it's Gunnar underscore FPL. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Tom, get your plugs in. I am at FFS underscore Scout. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, no article, so <laughs> I can rate your team if you like. <laughs> Just send me a pitch, a screenshot. <laughs> Right, and I'm at obviously Fantasy Half. If you like the podcast, give us all a follow. Give us a review where you get it from. We much appreciate it. Gives a bit more scope. People are a bit a bigger reach. 
But again, we'll be back next week. Good luck, give it up for your fantasy scotch and fantasy game. And we'll see you later. Say goodbye, Tom. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Gunnar. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.